glad to be talking on this episode with comics creator Nick Marinkovich. Nick, you are a creator who has been around for a while, and I'm going to mention the most recent title that I believe we're talking about today, as well as a few others. And so um, Dead Romans being that first title that comes to mind, but you also have The Impeller, which is out, Nightwolf. Uh, I'm guessing that you are a fan of romantic comedies from from the work that you do. Is this true? <laughs> Good guess. Good yes, guess. yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. For for listeners that aren't checking out those titles, uh, you should be check them out. They're they're not. They're a little more of a, a thriller, horror centered sort of approach. I would say. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And you know, um, it's something that I really fell into when I started in comics um, many years ago. I didn't specifically set out in the horror genre yeah, at that point I, I think it's if i'm being perfectly honest it's fair to say i would take whatever professional work was offered to me sure um, sure and um the first one was uh underworld for sony pictures the adaptation nice, and yeah. that completely fell into my lap um there was no solicitation involved i got a call cold call out of the blue as asking if i'd be interested in working on this which i readily ate up um, I mean, I never heard of the project, but, you know, you have the words Sony and major motion picture, and then they were sending us stills from the production because it was, uh, we were working on it concurrently. And um, that was, that was my, uh, you know, how I, how I got into this. Oh, yeah. And it's been you, a roller coaster ever since. Oh yeah. Yeah. Curious to hear about the, the ride and the journey and, um, you mentioned Kevin Grievous, and it's like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, had a, I met him back in the day. Um, we were even discussing doing another project. And um, one thing I thought was, I think it was in San Diego we met him. And his voice is actually um, what you see in the movie. Mm -hmm. That's not, he's not putting that on. That's his speaking voice. Uh, but a very pleasant guy, you know, yeah. which is, yeah. uh, um, the contrast is hilarious, I thought. Um, yeah. But, you know, not, nothing came of it, but it was it was it was a trip to meet him. At that time, I felt like a fish out of water. And, you know, you feel um, somewhat of an imposter you know, around all these people who are you just assume are far more established than yourself, because that was my you know, I was green at the time. Right. Right. Um, and uh, always a little self-conscious about meeting people that you kind of like you really respect their careers and, you know, you're not there yet, but, mm -hmm. you know. But you gotta try to get yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. What what was the draw for you? What sort of got you across the threshold into the the world of comics? Um, oh, I was not exaggerating at all when I say it it completely fell into my lap. I was um yeah. I had just finished school at the time. Um my degree was in genetics at the University of Western Ontario. I was a science boy, and I mind you in high school and, and junior high, I, I was an avid, you know, I would draw a lot and arts was one of my fortes, but I kind of, you know, you felt you fall into that. Well, that's not, you're not going to get a career out of that. So, mm -hmm. you know, do what you're supposed to do. Um, and I, I really fell out of practice while I was at school then. Um, so school ended, I have my degree, which <laughs> I never pursued and I'm, uh unemployed and uh, an old buddy of mine that i used to draw with um got in touch with me 
out of the blue and was just like, hey, you know how we used to, you know, we always thought about doing this. Why don't we, you know, if you're not doing anything, mm-hmm. why there's a there's a con coming up. It was here in Toronto. It was, um, I believe it was, it was Paradise Comics. They used to do conventions back in the day. And, uh, you know, why don't we just do a few sample pages and see if we could get, um, see if we can get published. And mm-hmm. that was it. That was it. Um, we did, I think, five sample pages. <laughs> and we we met Yannick Paquette. And I got I got to tip my hat to him to this day. Um, he took those pages and he was a charming guy. And he's like, you know, you, this stuff's not bad. Let me see if I can show it to someone. Yeah. Three months later, we got a call, and that was it. It was it was as simple as that. And to this day, I wonder if had that not happened, would I have really had the perseverance to pursue it? I don't know. Yeah, that's you know, any anyone's I, I can't say, but. Because of that, I felt, you know, right away you have a taste of it and you're like, okay, I can make this work. Um, and at that time, I didn't know the business of it. I didn't know I even how to um, properly manage a freelance career, mm-hmm. um, which I'm still figuring out to this day. <laughs> I, I imagine it is its own thing. As a doc student, I was sort of doing freelance writing, teaching, you know, wh- whatever you, you could. So uh, it's its own art form, I'm sure. It is. And, and, you know, you, you spend the first part of your career just focusing on creative, um, trying to master your technique mm-hmm. and you're completely, well, at least for me, um, I'm sure other people are a little more um, uh, knowledgeable at it to begin with, but I was very ignorant of how to, how to manage uh, the business aspect of it, which I only, you know, after a while you're, you have kids and you're, mm-hmm. you, you have to support them. And then that's when you're, and at that point, I was confident enough as to my creative abilities where I thought, okay, now let me make money doing this. You know, um, I can draw. I know I can draw. I know I know I can sell myself. Now let me make money doing it. And that's where I am today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Currently collaborating with someone named Jim Valentino, I believe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um that's sort of a, a name that people in comics, uh, they they tend to know Jim Valentino. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you know for me um jim was just another one of the image guys i didn't know him personally um i grouped him with you know the rest of the crew um we had when we were soliciting dead romans um his name popped up mm-hmm. and you know specifically Shadowline. you're like you know uh, Shadowline's got um jim's the guy to work with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh mind you we we did solicit to several companies and I, I don't know if it was just you know fate but jim got back to us uh right away and and it's his if, if you know jim it's his personality where um i i believe to to paraphrase what fred told me because he was the one who sent him the solicitation he's like you got to check this out the the art is really good or the art is beautiful and, mm-hmm. and jim's response was like i'll tell you if it's beautiful or not right right. You know? and then he got back to him later that day and he's like okay this was beautiful yeah yeah <laughs> and and then it went rolling and um uh and i gotta i gotta hand it like for me um you know giving my own little um nagging myself at this point i had not worked uh on interiors in a while so it, it took some it was a bit of a learning curve getting back into that groove but jim was like i i gotta you know tip my head to Jim. He was 
very patient, um, as much as you can expect from a publisher. Mm-hmm. And um, and ever since then, uh, it's been going strong. I mean, he's promoted the book really well. Uh, the hardcover just came out, and it's gorgeous. And that was one hundred percent Jim's doing. Um, uh, you know, you, you he did show us the the mockups to it, but still, when you actually see the hard copy, um, it it looked really beautiful, especially the wraparound. Of yeah. the double thread page of the uh, the Roman column, uh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, on that, uh, Jim and I are working together on another project, uh, which is called the Voyager. Now, the Voyager actually came out before Dead Romans, but then I kind of um, book two. We hit a snag where um, I, I was. I, I don't. I don't mean. I don't want to throw Guernica editions under the bus. They were the the company that published the first one, but I guess I had over expectations as to what the exposure and sales would be like. And when it did not meet those expectations, I found it really disheartening. So I really wanted to, I felt I needed a larger title to help with that story. So Dead Romans kind of fell into my lap when when I met Fred and uh, I focused my energies on that. And then now in returning to the Voyager, the second edition, uh, rather second volume, um, Jim, almost immediately after I started posting some samples, got in touch with me and he was just like, you know, this is gorgeous. So who's publishing this? And um, my contract with Guernica was um, on its end run. So I said, you know, if you're interested, I'd love to work with you on this. Now, Jim was retiring from monthly publications of floppies, but he was still doing special editions. And he offered to get on board with this. And that's what we're doing now. So, I mean, it couldn't have come at a better time. And it was kind of exactly what I what, what I was hoping for, but I didn't know how to make happen. And that's what we're doing now. So, yeah, that's Jim in a nutshell. Yeah, I love it. And I love that the collaboration is continuing and that uh, you have more work to come with mm-hmm. Jim as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm always of the mind, you know, if it works keep you going mm-hmm. see see how far it can keep going same with fred you know uh, fred and i are working together on dead romans 2 and and um it's hasn't been officially publicized yet but we're doing an assassin's creed project together oh nice nice um, do i need to hold the announcement for anything um no it's not really a secret okay. uh it, it's going to be published through massive and um Serge Lapointe, who does Studio Lunac, they're the ones with the license. And I mean, Serge and I know each other from the early days, and we would always kind of be talking about a project to do together. Mm-hmm. And um, then he's been doing Assassin's Creed for a while. And um, yeah, so it was just like, you know, this, I guess, with the success of Dead Romans, we he was getting these artist-writer partnerships mm-hmm. to do contribute stories, and he... He jumped on on us right after Dead Rowans came out, and that's what we're doing next. Cool. Very so cool. yeah, yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, uh, I haven't gamed in a while, but I am excited to see <laughs> you take on that particular world. Um, yeah, lots of interesting possibilities with that that IP for sure. It is, and this is one that hasn't been done before. Um, it's really out of Fred's imagination, and he had a lot of room to play with. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not, not sure if I'm supposed to give it away, so I won't. But um, I believe it's something different than we've seen with that IP. Fantastic. Thus far, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so, so what kind of stories are you drawn to creating? It, it sounds like the the historical part of that is definitely a piece, uh, and you, you're sort of drawn to the darker corners of the palette as well. Um, oh, absolutely. And and the funny irony is when, when I mentioned earlier that the horror go uh, starting off in the horror genre was just incidental for me it, at this point i'm actually really passionate about it and mm. wanting to explore that genre but really that's that's something over the last few years where and i just kind of i started finding an interest in it m maybe through good um being inspired through some good cinema that i've mm. seen um the Ariaster uh Ariaster movies um hereditary hereditary was so good mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um you know i saw this great one um uh, excuse me the 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 writer director he, he he's a welsh guy and his name it's not jumping out at the moment but he did this movie called a dark song mm -hmm. and the whole movie is if you're not familiar with it it's about these two people doing um the upper malin right it's a it's it's a ritual to summon a guardian angel and I thought it was a fascinating piece in exploring these pagan rituals. Interesting. Um, and I really wanted to kind of explore that genre. And then, and Fred, you know, it's funny, Fred is not a horror fan, but he likes writing in horror. And I think, you know, we were just like looking for something else to sink our teeth in. So that's kind of like um, another thing that we're exploring with other projects on the side. We've always got stuff brewing. Um, is it uh, Liam Gavin? Is that the Liam person? Gavin. That's okay, him. yeah. Yeah, I just uh, went to the IMDb machine. <laughs> yeah, to check that out. good old that. It's always on the tip of my phone as well. <laughs> That's right. That's but right. If, you know, if you haven't seen it, um, what what a film. Um, you, you know, it, it, the whole thing is set in a single setting, um, just two actors, and I found it extremely immersive. Maybe I was just in that right frame of mind, and mm. but I, I've watched it several times since, and. It's it's one that um I'm always like you know this movie should be well more well known than it is, yeah. Because yeah. even I, I found it on a um it was like a horror list you know like interesting films that came out this year, and I'm I'm always jumping on those lists to just check stuff out. And you know nine out of ten times it's you know whatever it's nothing. But that one I was like I I got into it. You know you, you always have that first fifteen minutes where this is something I'm going to continue, mm -hmm. and I I just couldn't stop watching it. I was really immersed in it. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, Sorry, go on. No, no, after you. After oh, you. I was just going to say, like, uh, so, uh, but I mentioned also historical fiction, absolutely a huge, clearly by my, uh, you know, my last few titles, that's always been, mm -hmm. I, and, and there's just so many, I mean, you you can never do as many, just because I'm, I'm an enthusiast mm -hmm. of, of history. And, um, and the thing that always jumped out at me was, uh, history is more fascinating than it's already fascinating. There's nothing you can really fantasize about that can supersede what's actually happened in our reality. Just people don't know about it. And I was always about exploring those moments and bringing them to life on the page. And that's kind of how Fred and I really hooked up. Uh, he had kind of the similar mentality about, in this case, about Rome and, and even Rome itself. Geez dozens upon dozens maybe hundreds of throughout that span of history that you can write about with with of course you know that handful of really standout moments 
Yeah. Which, but but they've been they've been done to death, you know. Right. Tudorberg not as much, and and you know, I had a real passion for Tudorberg, so I jumped on that with him. You know, love it. Love it. But yeah. it, and it sounds like I typically ask about things that are coming, but it sounds like um, there are definitely projects on the way. There are, um, yeah. and another one I'm I'm happy to say that I just jumped on is uh, I'll be doing varying covers for savage sort of conan with oh, nice. uh and i gotta tip my head to jim zub who um you know we were on the same plane coming back from san diego and just doing our best arnold impressions um, <laughs> talking about conan the barbarian and i guess that stuck with him because i got a message from him just a couple weeks ago saying hey you know uh, you may be hearing something down the pipeline nice so um which of course that's that's a childhood dream of mine yeah. You know, I was, um, you know, an obsessive fan of John Buscema mm-hmm. and um, his Conan run. And and I remember my older brother taking me to watch Conan. And um, I never thought I'd be drawing it to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's coming up. And I'm awesome. very, very stoked about that. I'm, I'm not showing it, but I'm giddy inside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I really enjoyed that run from Jim's up it's it's been nice to check that out and uh dive into a really nice telling of that story oh yeah and Jim man does he ever know the Howard characters mm-hmm. you know um it's just so like reading his script it's so tight yeah. so tight you know he that's that's Jim that's all him you know and and of course you know the art Rob Delatore's uh you know uh take on a very reminiscent of Busimo of course which mm-hmm. is i think well but you know it's still gorgeous you know i don't mind people heavily relying on their influence i do it all the time it's uh, i don't think there's anything negative about that no no not at all not at all there's a a beauty to that and a continuing story and nostalgia i think mm-hmm. yeah. um are there particular spaces where people can sort of follow along and um, check out what you're working on. Are there social media spaces, web spaces? Um, and I, I think you're getting just a bit fuzzy again. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's, right. There it is. You're back. You're back. There, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Clarity again. Um, I, I habitually will, I'll, I always update Instagram and Facebook. Those are by far the, the easiest ways to get in touch with me. And I make a point of getting in touch with everyone who message, reaches out to me. Very kind. You know, I figure if you take the time <laughs> to reach out to me, of all people, I'm going to take the time to write back to you. Um, and that's like Nick uh, I think I think for both of them, it's Nick with the dot Marinkovich. But I use mm-hmm. the same avatar. If you see one, you'll see them both. Fantastic. That's the way to reach out to me. Yeah. All right. Did did we miss anything in the talk through that you want to make sure to share? Oh. Um... And I'll put some dead Romans art in the video as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, you know, just last night I was actually speaking to Alex Jansen, who I did Kank with. I don't know if you had a chance to look up that book. It was one that I was really proud of. Mm-hmm. That, but mm-hmm. almost 10 years ago, it was a, a, a biopic, a journalistic piece about Igor Kank. Very Toronto-centric. But it was one of the books that I had one of the most fun in my life doing. Um, and speaking to Alex, the publisher of Pop Sandbox, just last night, um, over some beers, and 
he brought up the idea of us doing like an anniversary hardcover edition for it to be coming out soon like limited run but large format on gloss it would look incredible and mind you this was you know perhaps i'm jumping the gun this is all just literally talk within the last 12 hours but something you know that's that's exactly how things happen that's all it took dead romans to happen beers one night and (laughs) a year later we had a whole series out (laughs) <laughs> some people make uh poor decisions on beers but it sounds like this, this is a great ingredient for the the creative <laughs> process for you so that's that's wonderful, that's wonderful. You, you know for me my best collaborations were always a handshake and a beer yeah. um that's all it took you know if you get a good vibe from someone that's that's all it takes wow. i'm sure that's a recipe for disaster for some people but <laughs> Perhaps I've just been lucky. Well, I'm so glad that you have. So glad that you're sharing the stories that you are. And um, glad to have you back anytime to talk Assassin's Creed, um, the continuing world of Dead Romans, Voyager, or uh, any other work that you have coming. Oh, absolutely. And uh, in this next year, it'll all be coming. So lots to talk about in the upcoming year. All right. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Nick. and, And glad to share about your work. Thanks for having me.